from the Larry King Guy studio at the Comedy Bunker, it's the Larry King Guy Show. And now, here's Larry. We now join the following program already in progress. We have two new segments on the show today. Okay. The first one I call Heads I Win, Tails You Lose. Some kind of humiliating punishment. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Do I need to uh, go get my ping pong paddle? <laughs> the fact you don't have it on you now, right, right now, it means everything, Matt. What's what's up? I told you I wasn't prepared. <laughs> How dare you, sir? But the the good news is you don't have to fully face the humiliation. Somebody else is being humiliated. Oh, okay. <laughs> This is something I found online, and it is, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Grotesque. Oh, wow. It's a porn that was privately recorded by the father of rock and roll himself, Chuck Berry. Apparently, Chuck Berry had a thing for blonde prostitutes. Don't we all? Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) We'll save that story for Shut Up, I'm Talking. (laughs) Okay. And he liked to do something peculiar. (laughs) He's not only the father of rock and roll, he's the father of degeneracy. Thankfully, I watched this so you don't have to. And here's, here's what he liked to do. Is there no respect for the dead? <laughs> not on this show, Matt. Of all the things I never thought I'd hear, there's a sound clip. And he acts surprised. Oh, did I fart in your face? Yeah, of course that's what you were doing. You knew that before he asked. She parks her face right between his ass cheeks. He farts, and then her head shoots back so fast she got whiplash. I'm sure. And then, of course, he's laughing, acting like he didn't know what he was doing. What is he, 12? He certainly did enjoy farting in the faces of women, at, at least blonde prostitutes. <laughs> the second clip it needs a little bit of an explanation in this clip he's doing something to this poor unfortunate soul i don't want to come out and say exactly what he's doing i'm going to let this sound effect kind of spell it out for you when you hear this clip that's what's happening it's just getting worse and i don't know how but she seems surprised well, you know, you have a lot of free time on the road. <laughs> <laughs> you got to occupy it somehow. This again, I want to stress this. This is the father of rock and roll. <laughs> yeah. Are you bathing? Yes. You got to get clean. It's a gym. I need something to bathe from. Put your hands down on the thighs. Go up on the thighs. Dry yourself Clean yourself well, he said, I'm sorry. I wonder how much he was paying these chicks to do this. This is, had to be in the 80s. Ugh. So, I don't know, 50 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. That's for anybody who says that prostitution is a victimless crime. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she sounds like quite a victim right there. Because whatever actually. she got, it wasn't enough. No. And I want to remind everybody again, it's the father of rock and roll. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, she remembered him. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, I hope he tipped. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he was a gentleman. Uh, that way. And that ends our new segment, Heads I Win, 
Tales You Lose. And I certainly did. (laughs) I think we all lost. That brings us to our next segment. And this one comes with a theme song. It's a new segment I call Hubris. Hubris. Hubris, yeah. (laughs) Did you make that? Yeah. (laughs) Are you actually singing that? Yeah. I just uh, manipulated my voice a touch. (laughs) I see. Now, the focus of this episode or this segment of Hubris is musician Ed Sheeran. Do you know this guy? No. All I know is he's very popular and he has he's from Britain and he has red hair. Oh, like a, a chubby kid. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't like that kid. Well, I, I couldn't name a song or anything, but he's no. very, very popular all over the world. With who? Homosexual? Yes. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that's supposed to mean, but all right. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that guy. This is Ed Sheeran finding out and being surprised that his biggest fans come from a certain location. And as you can tell from his response, he greets this with a total lack of any respect whatsoever. And I hope <laughs> I hope it was released and he lost a lot of customers. I see. So this is Ed Sheeran finding something out about his fan not, base. Not uh, being subtle about it. No. Okay. Hey, Philippines, uh, this is Ed Sheeran. What I love about the Philippines is it's actually my biggest market in the world, uh, weirdly enough. Um, I found this out the other day. Uh, please check out my new song, Shape of You and Castle on the Hill, and I'll see you all soon. Weirdly enough. Yeah. It's weird that you people like me. Ew, that's weird. Yeah. But listen yeah. to the arrogance of this fuck. Hey, Philippines, uh, this is Ed Sheeran. What I love about the Philippines is it's actually my biggest market in the world, uh, weirdly enough. Weirdly enough. Now, are they weird? Is that what he's saying? I don't know. I guarantee you uh, David Hasselhoff does not say that about East Germany. Not at all. No, he's appreciative. Especially since uh, East Germany doesn't exist anymore. But <laughs> well, <laughs> It's 2024, Matt. That could be one of the reasons. The Cold War is over. Yeah, it says you. We won! Oh, I don't trust him. Um, I found this out the other day. Uh, please check out my new song. I found this out the other day. So not only is it weird that they like him, but it's so unimportant that nobody told him until the other day. Yeah. What a lovely person. Because he probably asked, why, do I, why am I going on a Philippine broadcast? Well, because you're very popular. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, that's weird. And that was... Hubris. Hubris, yeah. <laughs> I think that's the best theme song you've come up with so far. <laughs> well, that one you actually uh, hit the bullseye. All right, since we uh, have the soundboard open, we may as well go through some clips I've put together for us. The first thing is I want to make sure that you feel very comfortable while we record. Me? Yeah. The last couple times we recorded, you seemed to be ill at ease, and I think there was something missing that you really needed, and so I'd like to provide that for you. Oh, okay. You hear that? Oh, the squeak? Yeah. <laughs> the chirping sound? Don't you miss that so much? But I was listening to uh, old shows the other day, and I discovered that it's faint, but you can hear the chirping sound in old episodes with a smoke detector. And we're talking, we're going back two years, Matt. <laughs> two years. Well, you'd be happy to know that's not going to happen anymore because I completely took it off the wall. 
No, there it is. <laughs> Sounds like a whole flock of birds. I bet if it happened this quickly in reality, you still wouldn't have noticed. Nope. <laughs> I spoke about this on episode one of the Larry King Guy show. We used to use Skype rather than the phone long before we started doing a podcast. Mm -hmm. And many, many times I would say to you, there's a smoke detector that needs a new battery. You go, I don't know what you're talking about. There's a chirping sound. I don't know what you're talking about. Eventually, I just accepted it. And yet there it is. I just want you to be comfortable. All right. Now, this next one is going to be particularly interesting to you, and I hope that your arm doesn't shoot out into the uh, inappropriate salute once you hear this. <laughs> I, I can't imagine what that would be. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. It is the magic of AI. Okay. Artificial intelligence, Matt. I know you get confused. Mm -hmm. Now, what somebody has done is they have used AI to translate Adolf Hitler's speeches into English and making the voice sound like his. Oh, cool. So here's a little <laughs> clip. Where do you get that at? <laughs> <laughs> You're all excited now, aren't you? Yeah, I want to have, have that. Better put on some pasties. They're showing. <laughs> <laughs> so here's Adolf Hitler in English. Do hope to globes. Now, I chose that one because all the other ones were just complaining about the Jews. Yeah, I found that was a common theme. Uh, yeah. His uh, speaking. Like, look, Adolf, get a hobby. <laughs> you really kind of, you know, you have a one-track mind, man. Take a vacation. Enjoy, enjoy some things. I have a German cross, Iron Cross. <laughs> I do. I have two of them. How often do you wear them? Daily? Uh, no, I have them displayed. I got them at an uh, auction. I bet you put the whole uniform with the medals on every time you use the oven. Yeah. <laughs> Some saluting going on there. All right, this next one, most people listening, I think, have probably heard it. I guarantee you haven't. It is a classic. It's one of a kind. It's one of my favorites. This is uh, somebody messing with old Larry King. Don and Mike played it many, many, many times. It was one of my favorites. Let's have a listen. I just noticed something that in one of your interviews with John Candy, I believe, it looked like an older interview. You had less hair than you have today. How do you explain that? I uh, don't wear a wig, sir. Paint your bald spot? What bald spot? <laughs> you paint your bald spot? I don't know what you're talking about, sir. My hair grows. You paint your bald spot? <laughs> I don't have a bald spot. How come you had less hair on the tape? <laughs> Maybe my hair grew. Maybe I had a bad haircut that day. You By the way, something. What do you care? Paint your bald spot? I don't. Do you paint your bald spot? Paint your bald spot? <laughs> I thought that was like a Steve is a goal thing. My favorite part, by the way, something. What? <laughs> That's one of my favorites. That's so fantastic. Paint your bald spot. And the persistence of that guy. You, you have to appreciate that. He knew a great punchline and just kept going. Yeah, you know, normally if you have half a brain, you hear that once and then just hang up. <laughs> he needed to fill time. Idiot. He was doing three, four hours a day. He needed time. Yeah, he, he needed, needed somebody. He's the only, probably the only caller. 
It was uh, Open Phone America. I, if that were still going, I would definitely be pranking him. I'd spend all night waiting for my turn. Now, this next one is Dolly Parton. She's an old woman, right? Yeah, very old. And she has this weird affect when she speaks. Because she has big, giant, fake choppers in her mouth made from horse teeth. I just want to talk to y'all. This this was from some football game. And the best part of this is you can't tell from the audio, but she wasn't just lip-syncing the song. She was lip-syncing everything that preceded the song. And she did a very poor job. Oh, she was dressed up like a Dallas cheerleader. Yes. Yeah, that was horrifying. <laughs> she looked pretty good for being as old as dirt. Somebody somewhere went gay because of that. <laughs> you want me to play that Hitler thing again? Get you back, hetero? <laughs> this is Dolly Parton. Yes. I just, I, the vocal affect is, I just find peculiar. Little parents, you can't make rent this month. Show your neighbors in need love beyond the holidays. I'm finding a red kittle or given online at salvationarmyusa.org. On that sweet salvation. Yeah. Or you can just go to that pot and take the money hand by hand. It's not stealing if you're needy. Just ignore my chicklets. <laughs> and my body and my face. Yeah. <laughs> That's got to be a wig, right? Yeah, it's a wig. Yeah. Yeah. It's faker than Gene Simmons' hair. Oh, yeah. I didn't think that was possible. Now, he's going on tour with his band, the Gene Simmons Band. I saw this online the other yes, day. Yes, he is. What's his hair going to be like? Is he still going to do the, he's not going to do that kiss stuff. No, he'll have the hair as you see him like on interviews and stuff. Oh, there's a different one. So he just acknowledges that's a wig on stage with the makeup and stuff. Yeah, that's a wig with the, with the top knot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a wig. His normal hair, it doesn't look much better. It looks like spray painted cotton candy. So he paints his bald spot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You know, he does this weird thing where he combs it forward and then down and around like he's a regular part. Like a swirl? No, not a swirl. Uh, yeah, let me see. If you looked at it, it's very strange. And it's very heavily shellacked where it doesn't move. Is there any chance I'm going to find a picture of this? Yeah, just look at any picture of Virginia Simmons out of makeup. Well, the problem is the uh, 2024. Oh, and that's way back on his head, too. Yeah. There's a lot of forehead. It's, it looks more like a black straw. Yeah. Now, to his defense, he's like, you know, 75. Does it clash with his liver spots? <laughs> I'm sure it does. That is a lot so of liver like, spots on that poor man, that poor millionaire. And his wife's starting to look a little harsh, too. Starting to look like a man. Well, what's her name? Shannon. Tweed. Put the year in, dipshit. Whoa. <laughs> That's never a good thing. I put in Shannon Tweed 2024, and now it's nothing but porn. There you know. Did she do porn? She used to do those, like, uh, kind of really bad B movies where she was naked every two seconds. Like a, the Cinemax sort of deal? Yeah. Oh, okay. No penetration, but... But why would it come up with when I put in 2024? She's not doing this now, right? I would hope not. I'd pay to see that. No, well, you're a woman. Only one. <laughs> <laughs> I pay to see Shannon tweet today with Chuck <laughs> Berry from 30 years ago. Uh. <laughs> see her head whip back fast. Did I fart in your face? I like that. And then to tell her he enjoys it. <laughs> oh, you can smell my fart. What'd he say? Oh, you can smell my fart. Uh. <laughs> oh, you can smell my fart. That was when he was... Um, Pouring a glass of water on that poor 
unfortunate blonde prostitute, <laughs> so to speak. People that are very strange. <laughs> you know, I have one of those Alexa things, right? Uh-huh. It just it just goes off at random times during the day. Just make a noise? No, it doesn't make a noise. It like just starts talking about like you know news or something. Oh, it's because it never stops listening, Matt. It thinks you're talking to it. In the future, another uh, recording session, I do have a time I spoke with Alexa, and it played about half an hour of fart sound effects. Did it really? Yeah. You can just ask it. Say, hey, Alexa, play a fart. I'm surprised. I have one uh, here in the studio. I'm surprised it didn't do anything. I ask it uh, dumb things all the time. It just beeps. It doesn't answer. I did this one time. I went, hey, Alexa, I love you. And then she filleted me. Uh, Hey, Alexa, play a fart. Uh, Lazy bitch. I go, Alexa, do you have big boobs? And then it just goes, bloop. <laughs> That's a no. Yeah. I was, I was doing dishes the other day. I said, hey, Alexa, why don't you give me a hand job? Bloop. No, no answer. <laughs> no, no, no response. <laughs> I'm like, wow, you're just like my girlfriend. <laughs> do you have a slut setting? <laughs> <laughs> Supposedly you can give it uh, other voices, but I don't know. So you can be ignored in multiple voices? Yeah. I was like, Hitler, can you can you sound like Hitler? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Look, there it is. Thank you, Alexa. Is that an extra that I have advocated for you in these years? I have spent my time in service of my people. Now cast your vote. If yes, then stand up for me as I have stood up for you. Isn't it sweet? He stands for a democracy. There he goes. He was requesting votes. As long as he was in charge. All right, this next one is a clip that I believe was from episode one of the Larry King Guy show. In this clip, I literally talk to you like you're a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, one time. Come on, one time. <laughs> and guess what? It worked. What was that something I was supposed to say? It was when you were auditioning uh, uh, using the uh, script from Squeeb. Oh, yeah, that's ridiculous. Come on, one time. Come on, one time. That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly how we talked to a dog. <laughs> you want a treat? Let's do it. <laughs> the treat is I won't make fun of Kiss this time. <laughs> now, this one, I don't really remember which one this is. Oh, this is me being a uh, yucker. You know a yucker? No, I don't know what that is. That's a broadcaster. Really plays it on, talks in a very weird way. No, oh, okay. This is me, uh, just for a moment, being a bit of a yucker. It's very good quality. <laughs> it's very good quality. <laughs> and a good time was had by That's right, Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> there was a guy, he was on, uh, I forget his name now, Gus something. I wish I could remember his name. Gus Johnson, that's his name. He was on local TV station Channel 5 reporting on the charity softball game that Don and Mike put on. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a fluff piece, and he ends it going, and a good time was had by all. I mean, it really yucked it up. And Don <laughs> and Mike made fun of him endlessly for that, <laughs> to the point where the, he went on the show, and he's like, I don't understand, why are you making fun of me? All I said was, and a good time was had by all. And Don said, no, you said, and a good time was had by all. <laughs> now, I heard this immediately i'm like i'll never respect this person for anything ever forever and this guy went on to do way bigger and better things than channel five he was doing college football a whole whole bunch of things and one day i'm watching some sort of a sporting event 
And the broadcaster is really good, informative. And it goes, Gus Johnson. I went, holy shit, that guy? So for like 20 years, I thought he was a steaming pile of shit. <laughs> Turns out he was pretty good. Well, there you go. And a good time was had by all. I went to that, by the way, that uh, Don what? and Mike uh, charity. Event. You did? Yeah. My friend uh, Tim and I, Don and Mike were going to do, they went into a truck that was had a satellite and everything. And so we went, hey, let's, let's follow him and see what happens. And so we got to the station, and then Diana, the producer, immediately saw us and walked over and said, guys, please don't follow us. <laughs> okay. Yeah, stop, stop stalking them. It's not stalking. Yeah, it is. It didn't go to their home. They were going out in public. No, but that's where it would have led to if you had followed them all day. Of course, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> With my long, rich history of stalking. All right, this is something I believe is from last year. I was watching an Orioles broadcast, and it's uh, Kevin Brown is the play-by-play guy, and the color commentator was Brian Roberts. And there was a foul ball, and boy, was it foul. Sounded like a fart from Chuck Berry. There was a foul ball that came straight back and nearly hit them. This is what happened. Uh Uh-oh, this is not good. Oh, no, just to our right. I don't know, but I do not feel comfortable with baseballs coming at me anymore. I don't like it. (laughs) That was way too fast. You definitely had balls come out yeah. of that quickly. Yeah, but, you know, the game gets really fast up here. It does get fast. Yeah. <laughs> he definitely said that on purpose. You definitely had balls come yeah. out of that quickly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, it just hit the child to my right. It didn't come that near me. That dead child, I mean. Yeah. All right, only one left. One left. This one, I think, is going to be the highlight. This is from when I was 18 years old. And you can definitely hear a difference in the voice. (laughs) No doubt. You can hear a different tone and a distinct lack of confidence. When I was 18, uh, of course, graduated high school. I worked a summer doing construction Mm -hmm. for about three months and then didn't do much anything for a little while. Every day I would wake up at six o'clock in the morning so I could listen to the Howard Stern show. And one day I just had the thought pop into my head. Why not call? So I call, and it rings, and it rings, and it rings. And I went, oh, wait a second. I should have a topic. And... <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I forgot something. <laughs> Oopsie. <laughs> My other uh, favorite show was the David Letterman show, uh, specifically <laughs> Late Night with David Letterman, which yeah. I believe he was doing at that time. And so it popped into my head, why not ask Howard, when is David Letterman finally going to be on your radio show? And so, okay, now I have a topic. So I call up, and I have to do this explanation because he was simulcast at the time in um, Philadelphia and in Washington, D.C. on WJFK. Mm -hmm. But they did not have the same schedule when it came to their commercials. So WJFK would end up coming back into the show a couple minutes later than they started the show back up in New York. So all I got were commercials until suddenly you hear my voice. Your defining moment in your young life, and you didn't even record it. Well, I couldn't. There was no opportunity. I'm recording this straight from, in a boom box, straight from the over-the-air reception. <laughs> but so I'll give you the preamble to going into it. So I, I call up, and finally I hear, the, I hear a noise, and I you hear a hello. And I think it's boy Gary, Gary Delabate, Baba Booey. Mm-hmm. And so I said, oh, hey, I just wanted to talk to Howard. And he goes, this is Howard. You're on the air. I was like, oh, and I was just startled because he really did sound just like uh, Gary on the phone. So then I asked the question, 
So this is an 18-year-old Larry King guy on the Howard Stern Radio Show. Live from New York, it's the WJFK Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, Howard Stern. A whole weird agenda, that guy. Yeah. His whole trip in life is, you know, keeping a minimal amount of David Letterman out there, I guess. The man of mystery. He doesn't want to say too much, get him in trouble. I don't think it's that. I just think it's sort of like everybody has their own game plan in show business. Yeah. So his game plan is to sort of be aloof. Yeah. And like embarrassed to be on anything. Yeah. And the only way you get him to do stuff is to really pressure him into it somehow. Like somehow, somehow NBC got him to do that Larry King special, the one that bombed. <laughs> and then when he does it, he does it, you know, begrudgingly and half-heartedly. Uh-huh. And uh, like he did the Larry King special and did it from the set of The Letterman Show. Oh, yeah, I didn't see it. You know, because I was kind of shocked to see that he was going to be on the Larry King show, which was the special that they did. Yeah. And uh, he he actually did it because probably some NBC yeah. guy pressured him into it, and it must have been some heavy yeah. pressure. And then what he did was he did like a satellite feed from the set of his own show, and yeah. you know, so it almost looked like a clip. Yeah. Why don't you try and pressure him into coming on? Why? Right. What is he going to tell me? He's not going to tell me anything. Yeah, that's true. I would love to have him on. I mean, obviously, man's a big star. Would love to have him on, but he's that's not his thing. Yeah. I asked him, you know, I asked those guys, I can't tell you how many times I've been on that show, I asked them if I could just have a uh, permission to use, for my TV show, permission to use one picture of me with Dave. Uh-huh. I had a bit I wanted to do. Yeah. They wouldn't <laughs> give it to me. I mean, it was like a whole big deal. All right, you can have the picture, but Dave can't be in the picture. And I was like, well, the bit is that I'm on The Letterman Show, and I told him exactly what the bit was. It's nothing demeaning or... or uh, could you put bars across Dave's eyes? Yeah, maybe I could do that. <laughs> I mean, it was like, you know, I understand you guys want to protect his image and everything, but I'm telling you what I'm going to do, and I've been a pretty good friend to your show. You know, what about a little payback here? Yeah. I'm not asking you for any money or anything, but... So I just, you know, and then I dropped it. I said, just forget it. Yeah. Just forget it. That's his... Listen, he doesn't want to do shows. Well, thanks for uh, listening to me. And we, everyone loves you down here in Virginia. Thanks. There it is. I can actually hear you beating it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I was turgid. <laughs> Golly day. This is, what a dynamic conversation. Yeah. I just had the thought now I should string together all of my responses, <laughs> just one <laughs> after the other. <laughs> I contributed nothing. <laughs> <laughs> By the third, yeah, I you, I can literally hear you whipping it. <laughs> Golly day, this is wrong. <laughs> well, believe me, I finished. I don't doubt that at all. That's why I practically begged him to cut me off. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's called post nut clarity. <laughs> <laughs> What am I doing here? Yeah, that's. A... <laughs> but you would you heard those gaps? There would be the, this these gaps of, and it was just a couple seconds. But when you're on the phone, <laughs> it's an eternity, and I'm like, I, I'm supposed to contribute something, and I just don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> Drawing a blank. <laughs> I don't want to talk. It's, it's disrupting my rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> I was still an apprentice baiter at the time. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Believe me, I've mastered it now. <laughs> wow, that was that's embarrassing.
<laughs> you brush with greatness. So there it is. A young Larry King guy. How about the difference in that voice? Uh, he can't tell. All you're saying is, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I did speak a little. In Virginia. But, and that's the thing. When I was speaking, when I actually said something, you can't hear it because they didn't come back from breaking time. <laughs> I did ask the question. I did. Uh, well, they were doing you a favor. Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. So when you've been on the Howard Stern show, all of a sudden, huh? all of a sudden you sound like you're underwater. It's <laughs> a lot of jizz. Oh, let me let me wipe off the phone. I'm sorry. We had to replace that receiver. <laughs> How long did it take you to get to get on there? Not long at all. Oh, not long that's at all. Been a, that's been a slow day. The first time I called, it rang and rang and rang, and then I was like, oh, I should really have a topic, so I hung up. And then I called back once I had a topic, and I got straight through. Wow. But that's the thing I've always heard about radio shows. No, no matter how popular they are, only like 1% of people actually ever call. I think back then he would have been the exception to that. I don't know. I got straight through. Yeah, that was just dumb luck. Either way. I don't know how that Marianne from Brooklyn gets on there every day. Well, she probably has a, a special phone number. Probably. But, um, damn it. I had a thought. You fucked yeah. it up. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Can you just talk slower? Did you, did you hear the confidence? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you have one of these shows? Even Robin chimed in to try to help you. Yeah, well, well I, was, I was just I was cupping my balls. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> Don't forget to do that. And uh, did you like the nervous laughter too? <laughs> totally inappropriate. <laughs> I mean, for anything. <laughs> no idea what to do. Maybe you should have on your show. <laughs> I was waiting for me to say it puts the lotion on its skin or else yeah, it gets the no, hose sure. again. <laughs> it's okay. You don't have to wear pants. Get comfortable. Just be natural. <laughs> We're all friends here. <laughs> Come on in. The water's warm. <laughs> Getting way creepier than I intended. Yeah. <laughs> I was inspired. Go ahead. Take off your shoes. <laughs> My, you have really masculine feet. <laughs> All right, this is getting a little too deep. <laughs> I think you're enjoying it a little more than I did. That was on a cassette tape in an Ingve Malmsteen cassette tape box. Oh, wow. For decades. <laughs> Ingve Malmsteen. Yeah, I, I don't even know one song by the guy, but there was the, the cassette box there, and it had nothing in it, and I went, okay, this is now for Howard Stern. All right, so there we are, my uh, brush with greatness. Wow, fantastic. 18-year-old Larry King guy. Yeah. He doesn't want to say too much, get him in trouble. Yeah. So his... Yeah. Yeah. Like... <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, yeah, I didn't see it. I don't think anybody did that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Why don't you try and pressure him into coming on? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. The bit is... <laughs> yeah. Everyone loves you down here in Virginia. Thanks. The Larry King Guy Show. 
a presentation of the Comedy Bunker Podcast Network. Search online and on social media at Larry King Guy for more fun.